Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, hello friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. Today I am recording this episode from a hotel room in Costa Rica. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of an update on my life and then I'm going to share some stories and I want to talk about abundance and I'm going to talk about money because I shared some stories on Instagram that triggered a lot of people so I can't wait to get into the juice of it. I love when people get triggered because it's always a sign that it's a powerful share because we're only triggered when there's something within us and our subconscious that wants to be transmuted, that wants to be brought into the light. So we're going to do that. Uh, But first, life update. So like I said, I'm currently in a hotel room. (laughs) It is not one of the nicest hotel rooms I've ever been in. Last week I was recording from this beautiful hotel room in the mountains, the jungle with a view of a volcano and birds chirping all around me. And I also share that I manifested just like our dream home, perfect home in Costa Rica. And we were supposed to move in today, got delayed, we're moving in tomorrow. So right now I'm kind of in transition, staying in the only hotel I could find last minute. And it's been interesting because the past few days in between, you know, getting back from my trip in the mountains to moving into my new place, which isn't happening until tomorrow, I've just been kind of like in this hotel, which isn't up to my typical standards of living it's really dark there's no natural light it's really small and it makes me feel claustrophobic and it's been interesting because I think I shared in the last episode how in the first month in Costa Rica I hadn't manifested the kind of place I wanted to live and I realized it was this lesson of taking away my sense of security which I use as a safety net when I was feeling off And it helped me to build that safety and security within myself without the crutch of that beautiful place to live. And that in itself helped me manifest this beautiful place I actually wanted to live. And now I'm feeling like in this transition time, it's not even the sense of beauty that's bothering me, the lack of the environment that I desire, but it's this ungroundedness. Like I feel like I'm not fully grounded. I'm not in my body. I feel unstable. I don't have a home right now. And Right now, I feel like the lesson is to learn to create that stability, almost like that masculine structure, that masculine safety within myself. Because I've been working a lot in the past six months on really honing my feminine energy and my feminine flow and focusing on my emotions and my intuition. And and now I feel like I'm being brought back into this. Okay, now we have this, this baseline of feminine energy and I've shifted that in my business and my life and I'm so proud of that. I am leading my business dominantly for my feminine energy and it is thriving and it is beautiful and I am loving it and I get to be all parts of me and emotional and I get to play and be on the beach and still be making money and still be in my purpose and still be 
changing lives. And now it's like I'm being challenged to build that sense of masculine structure and safety, right? If I don't have the stability of a home right now, if I also don't have this safety net, my crutch of that beautiful environment, that safe sanctuary around me, how can I create that within myself? How can I create the structure and the safety and the stability to hold my feminine flow when I don't actually physically have that in my environment? And this is also a lesson for anyone wanting to manifest a partner, a masculine partner, is do you have a healthy relationship with your masculine energy? Are you able to create that stability and that safety for yourself? And having manifesting a partner has been something I've been desiring for a while, and I know I'm stepping into that. Although right now I really feel pretty surrendered to it. I'm so happy in my life uh, that I don't really feel like I need it at the moment. But I still desire it and I know it's coming. And I think that a big part of me in the past month and also this week feeling ungrounded in my living situations has almost like pushed me into creating the stability and, and honing my relationship with my own masculine myself and this is like the key component of manifesting a partner and the reason I want to share this is because it's so interesting the way we look at or don't look at our realities like I could look at the situation as damn this freaking sucks I'm stuck in this like kind of you know grungy hotel not loving it I feel unstable don't know exactly when I'm moving into my new house I'm waiting for it to be ready and I don't have a home like I could just really spiral into like this sucks universe what the fuck? Why are you doing this to me? And yeah, I had a moment of that. But now I'm shifting into this place of, wait, but this is actually still happening for me. And maybe I can't see it yet, but it is. And then I'm having these realizations of, oh my oh my gosh, this scenario, which feels really icky to me, is actually the opportunity for me to shift energetically, to like have these lessons and these experiences that will help me shift energetically into the place I need to be in to attract a partner. Whether that happens tomorrow or in a year or in 10 years, it doesn't matter. But this is helping guide me down the path, is helping to guide me down the path of what I really deeply desire to manifest in the long term. And I think that this can be applied to almost any area of our lives. When things go to shit, when it isn't what we desire, almost always it is an opportunity for you to shift in some way, shape, or form that's going to help you to manifest your long-term vision or your short-term vision. Whatever your deep, deep, deep desires are, like the obstacles, the roadblocks, they are all here to guide us there. But if we just spiral, allow ourselves to spiral into this victim mindset of oh why is this happening to me like that's natural it's okay to be there and to process your emotions but when we let ourselves stay there and it becomes this identity of woe me why me this sucks feel sorry for me I feel sorry for myself when we stay in that place we're actually avoiding the lessons and the opportunities and the energetic shifts that were sent here to help us to manifest what we desire in the long term and I'm sure that me learning to create this safety and stability and structure within myself right now when I don't have that stability in the home for this time period, I'm sure it's more than just a partner this is relating to. There is so much energetically tied to this shift within me. And so I'm seeing this as a doorway. It's like a gateway to everything I want. And when I see it like that, I have so much less resistance to it. It's like, okay, that's fine. I can accept this. I'm still not going to love it, but I can be in a neutral place of acceptance. I can let go of the resistance to what life looks like right now, to what my living environment feels like right now, because I know it's a part of a bigger picture of everything I'm actually desiring. I'm seeing it as a doorway. Like I can literally see myself right now. I have this vision of this doorway 
And on one side, it's really dark where I'm standing. And I see myself standing in the doorway. I can see my silhouette. And on the other side, it's just like white light. <laughs> like I'm just like walking into abundance. Like I can feel that expanding in my body right now. And I truly do deeply believe that because every contraction, after every contraction, there must be an expansion. And right now, by contraction, I mean when we feel ick, when we feel lost, when we feel stuck, when things aren't going our way. There's always an expansion. The universe always has polarity. Like what goes out must come back. There has to be equal and opposite forces. When things freaking suck, but we can allow ourselves to be in a state of acceptance rather than resistance, we're going to attract that boomerang effect, the expansion on the other side of that. It must come next. But we sabotage ourselves when we create resistance because what we resist persists. So when we're resisting the shit, when we're resisting the mush, when we're resisting the void, when we're resisting whatever the icky situation is that we're in, when we're resisting it and we're hating it and we're like constantly wishing it wasn't that way, it's going to persist even more strongly and it's going to take a long time to get to that expansive place. And this is how the quantum leaps happen because that quantum shift is always meant to be happening. Like the universe is always setting that up for you. It's like divinely orchestrated everything. But when we're resisting, we're also, when we're resisting where we are, we're also resisting where, where we are is trying to take us. And so being in that neutral state of acceptance allows us to lean into that quantum leap, which is why I know that this expansion, my living situation is literally happening tomorrow, probably expansions in all other areas of my life as well, because I'm able to sit in the tension of right now with acceptance. Doesn't mean I like it. Doesn't mean I love it. Doesn't mean I want to be where I am, but I can accept my current situation knowing it's a part of a bigger picture, knowing I'm standing at the doorway of expansion, of next level of abundance, of the next quantum leap in my reality because every quantum leap I ever experience comes after a stage of contraction. And the sooner I'm able to surrender and, and bring myself to a state of acceptance, the sooner I'm able to make that leap forward. And I'm seeing this also in my mastermind queens as well. They're having the same experiences. I've seen each and every one of them move through these stages of extreme contraction, like seriously, every single one of them went through something or is going through something deeply difficult or emotional or like things just going wrong. And I've watched Lily one by one as they're able to sit in that tension of where they are and create like this state of acceptance and love for who and what they are in their current scenario. Like the quantum shifts happen with leaps and bounds. It's, it's magical. I see this happen with all of my students. Like this is the real manifestation work. You can visualize what you want all day long and make all the vision boards in the world. But if, if you can't sit within the tension of where you currently are without actively trying to force it to change, right? Without trying to micromanage your reality, if you can't do that. You're not going to manifest what you actually desire. And quantum manifestation, quantum leaps, like they're these words that are thrown around a lot right now. But the thing is, you can't learn how to quantum manifest. You can't learn how to quantum leap because there is no way to do that. There is not a process. Like there's not a five-step process to quantum leap, right? Like I have a five-step manifestation process that I teach in my BAA Academy and it freaking works. But there's no process to quantum leap, to jumping timelines because it's not something that you can do. It's only something that you can surrender to. And oftentimes that can only happen with deep support and sisterhood. Like in my life, I always have coaches who are supporting me through the mush. During the deepest void of my life, I was supported every single week by 
a coach. And right now I'm also being supported. I'm always being supported because surrender is difficult. That's another word that's always thrown around, right? Oh, you just got to surrender to this. Oh, great. But how? It is so much easier with support, with sisterhood, with mentorship, whatever that looks like for you. And if you are deeply desiring that, my Quantum Queendom Mastermind is opening up for enrollment. I've already had quite a few of you apply. We've had our first few queens already join. And seats are really limited because this is the most intimate support I ever offer. Unlimited Voxer support like our Voxer chat is so magical. I can't even put it into words. I'm not even going to try to. But that is where all of our shifts are happening. So... I have so much I want to talk about in this podcast. I'm not going to go in depth on the mastermind. If you feel called to it, you'll know the women who are meant to be in it are already energetically in. Their souls already said, yes, we have soul contracts together. We are soulmates. <laughs> so you'll feel the call. You'll feel the nudge. You'll get chills. You'll you'll feel something stirring in your soul. You'll just know. If that's you, the link is going to be in the show notes to apply, or you can reach out to me on Instagram at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore so we can chat. Now, that I've kind of updated you on my life situation. I didn't even expect to talk about all of that. I thought I was going to give you an update for like a minute, but I guess that was meant to be shared. And I don't know if I shared this on the podcast before. I probably have, but when I do these podcasts, I always intend to be a channel, a clear channel, and to have source channel through me, which is why I always black out. Like after the podcast, you asked me what I said, I have no clue. Uh, my assistant edits these and she'll put together little previews for my stories and I listen to them and I'm like, wow, I said that? Like, go Kristen. That was awesome. Because I never remember what I say because I swear I, it just channels through me. It's, I always intend that the highest selves of any listeners and my highest self and source to channel through me and, and, to, and to use my voice to share whatever is meant to be shared in the collective right now for the highest good of all. And so that must have been meant to be shared. And I want to share another story with you. And I want to talk more about abundance. Yay, fun. I love talking about money and abundance. And I've had a lot of shifts in my abundance mindset recently. And it's been crazy. I've been receiving so many random payments. And it's just been happening with so much more ease. And my entire business is happening with ease. It's I'm actually really, really proud of myself and the work I've done because I've gotten to a place where I truly am only working a few hours a day and most of my time is spent with friends or at the beach or learning or in fun and joy because truly for me, I've made this my reality. When there's more more joy, more fun, there's more flow of everything good. So Last week, like I shared in the last podcast, I was in the mountains, I was in the jungle, I was hiking volcanoes, I was in waterfalls, we had a little girls retreat, like a spiritual kind of getaway. So there was one afternoon that my best friends and I decided to go hike a volcano. And we planned this extremely poorly and ended up on a volcano, absolutely starving with no food and not enough water. Super, super freaking grumpy. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I am the most hangry person I've ever met in my life. Uh, all of my friends know it. Sometimes they literally carry snacks for me because they know I'm going to get hangry. They don't want to deal with me. I am not joking. I get hungry super fast. Once I'm hungry, like I just, yeah, I turn into a crazy bitch. 
Anyways, just to give you some background. So we're on this hike, super hangry. Both of my friends are really hungry as well. We're all really grumpy. We're like barely talking, pissed off at each other for no reason because we're all hungry, not even enjoying the nature. Like we're in the middle of a jungle on a volcano and this hike, we thought it was going to be like a leisurely walk. We didn't really look into it enough. Turned out to be a pretty intense hike that we were not expecting a lot longer than we were expecting so it was more physical intensity and movement than we had prepared for so we're like trudging up this super steep volcano really hangry not even noticing the beautiful nature around us and we're all kind of talking and suddenly we're like okay this is ridiculous we're in one of the most magical places in the world we're not even being present because we're so hungry like how can we shift our vibe here how can we improve our situation because we're not going to get food there's no way to access more water right now it is what it is we have to deal with it and so we began talking about uh, how to make the experience better and we started coming up with affirmations that we could repeat to help to shift our, our vibe and our belief system around the moment and we started repeating hiking is enjoyable and easy for me hiking is enjoyable and easy for me and it was so funny because it felt so unenjoyable and so difficult that we started just hysterically laughing at the ridiculousness of the mantra that we were repeating because we truly didn't believe it we were like that hike was so difficult and did not feel easy and it did not feel enjoyable but after a few minutes of we were literally like singing the mantra acting so silly and like hysterically giggling and after a few minutes I realized like oh my gosh wait hiking has actually become enjoyable and easy even though it felt unbelievable because of how funny this situation is we couldn't stop laughing it got us into this like silly giggly mood and I just think that's such an example of how sometimes beliefs that feel unbelievable can become your reality when you don't take it too damn seriously like it gets to be fun and easy and silly and playful it can be. You can shift your reality in that way. And so the next mantras we started coming up with, we were in such a, such a freaking silly mood where one of my favorites was hiking makes me money. And as I hike, my bank account doubles. And so we are repeating this over and over and over. Hiking makes me money. I am richer every step I take. Hiking is fun and enjoyable. I am feeling richer as I walk up this volcano. My bank account is now doubling. And we just kept repeating these silly money mantras about hiking. Like, how silly. Hiking makes me money. I think the people around us probably thought we were crazy. Like, who are these crazy girls talking about making money while they hike? This is ridiculous. And it really was just a fun game. And it shifted our vibe. The hike became fun. We forgot about our hunger. And... Lo and behold, we made it to the top of the viewpoint. It was gorgeous, so magical, and so worth it. And we survived the hike, and we ate a delicious dinner. And, you know, the funny part is, when I was saying all these money mantras, hiking makes me money, I wasn't actually really expecting it to make me money. It was more just a fun game of like, ooh, what if hiking really did make me money? Like, let's play with this. Let's have fun with it. Let's just be silly. We were acting like little five-year-olds. And the next day, not even thinking about it, I was just checking my notifications because I always check on my business, my payments, my money. And I realized that I had made $3,000 the day before and 1500 of that had literally been paid to me in the middle of that hike, in the exact moments that I was being silly with my friends claiming that hiking made me money. And this was so magical to me because I didn't really expect it. I wasn't being serious. I didn't try. And it just showed up because my vibe was so high. And it came from starting from a place of extremely low vibe grumpy. And it, the shift happened in five minutes. And I think it's just such a good example of 
you get to choose your reality. Like I get to live a reality in which I get to hike up a magical volcano. And of course, this was on 2-2-22, right after 2-22 in the afternoon, right? The most magical portal of a day. I had this huge energetic shift and like, yeah, if I want to choose a reality where I get to act like a five-year-old and play on a volcano with my friends and sing silly songs and make thousands of dollars, great. Of course I get to have that reality. Like that gets to be mine. Of course I am so worthy of it. I get to claim that with my energy, which I did. And I shared this experience on Instagram and it triggered a lot of people. I had so many people ask questions like, oh, well, you know, you didn't manifest this out of thin air because you've been building your business. You already have a business. And, you know, I can't do this because I don't have a business like you and I'm not a coach. And right in the list goes on of questions I received and comments I received in my DMs. And I want to say first that if you're triggered by that story, that of me making $3,000 by hiking and having fun and playing and being silly, Most likely there is a deep subconscious part of you that's been pushed into your shadow that deeply desires to have that same experience but doesn't feel worthy of it. A part of you that really desires to go live your most magical freaking life and also make a shit ton of money and have an overflow of abundance with ease. Now, I do want to address some of these questions because they are valid. Like, Kristen, did you manifest this money out of thin air, really, if you've been building your business for years and you always receive payments like this? So I want to go a few different directions with this. The first is I have manifested, actually in the past month, I have manifested thousands of dollars unexpectedly that did not come from my business. These payments on the hike did come from my business. They were not from people I was having conversations with. They were not from me trying to make money. It was people who just randomly bought that I had no connection to. But I have also manifested thousands of dollars not from my business. I received a check for $2,500 in the mail to my parents' house, like from something from years ago that I had not expected, like that my mom texted me about a couple weeks ago, like random things like that. And I also want to say that, yes, I have spent years, like a few years doing deep subconscious work and mindset shifts and energy and embodiment work and I've spent hundreds of thousands on the best of the best private mentors to work on my abundance mindset so that I have the ability within me to energetically say one affirmation and attract thousands of dollars. Not only that, but I've taken the inspired aligned action for months and months and months and months. I followed my intuition even when it was terrifying. Like I've made business moves that would give most people heart attacks because I trust my intuition so much. This has allowed me to build really quickly a business that brings in an abundance of money with ease. Like that didn't happen effortlessly, but it happened with ease because I always followed my intuition. So yes, of course, there has been sustainable effort to build up to where I am. So can you manifest thousands of dollars out of nowhere if you're not a coach and don't have a business? Yes, absolutely. Are you going to have an overflow of cash coming in consistently with ease without any effort? No. Inspired aligned action does need to happen. Absolutely. And so there's a paradox. It's like there's both sides. Like, yes, this can happen for you too. If you want it to happen consistently, you're going to have to take action in that direction. You're going to have to get way outside of your comfort zone. I'm not saying that you need to spend thousands of hours and, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in mentors like I did. My goal is that, you know, because I've done that, you get to learn the shortcuts from me. 
But yes, there is a magic to high-level investments that allows you to receive on a high level because paying is receiving. Like when I pay money, I learned this from my coach. I literally imagine that I'm paying myself. Like, wow, it's so fun to pay myself. Every time I invest in a coach, my last investment was like 20K and I was like, oh, wow, it feels so good to pay this to myself because I know that it's coming back. Right? Like these kinds of things that I do open me up to receiving. And so I'm not saying that I just went on this hike and said a silly mantra and the money showed up because three years ago, if I did that, I probably wouldn't have received $3,000, but you know what? I would have still received money. I would have still received abundance because I've been building this up for so long. I remember affirming that these kinds of things to myself three years ago, like I get to receive money while I'm having fun. And then I would go out and have fun with my friends and I would find a penny on the ground and I would pick up that penny and I would thank the universe and take a moment to feel gratitude. And I would use that penny as proof that I'm a powerful manifester. That when I affirm that I receive money unexpectedly, I do. Even if it's just a penny. And this is where people get caught up. They look at what I share and they're like, wow, she manifested $3,000 from her business out of nowhere. I could never do that because of X, Y, Z. This is a story that you're using to limit yourself. Like really look at your life. Where are you holding on to stories to keep yourself small? Right? Like she can do it because she has a business or she can do it because she has a lot of followers or she can do it because she's built her business up for three years. No, absolutely fucking not. (laughs) I'm not going to allow yourself to keep yourself that small. You can do it no matter what. Yes, you have to start somewhere. And sometimes waiting for that 10K to manifest out of nowhere is holding us back from seeing the pennies. Because the universe is answering your prayers and you're not even noticing because you're too busy wondering why you can't manifest 10K in one day like that person on Instagram. Or you're too busy wondering why you don't have enough followers to make enough money or why your business isn't growing fast enough or why you're not getting that promotion and expecting the money to come that way. Well, in the beginning, the money didn't come through my business for me. I started with pennies and I used the pennies as proof that I could do this. And the pennies started becoming dollar bills and the dollar bills started becoming $20 bills. I literally remember finding, I remember in Mexico one time sitting in a hammock, getting up and realizing there was the equivalent of $20 in pesos in the hammock. And that was the money. And I took my roommate and I out and we went to a nice taco dinner and got margaritas and thanked the universe for that abundance. That's another thing is whenever I find random money, I use it for myself (laughs) to give myself an abundant experience. But it built from there. And then I started manifesting random checks in the mail and random opportunities. And I remember like my coworkers inviting me to go work at this event in a movie theater for two hours with her and I made $400, which at that time was a lot of money for me. And, And then eventually I started a business and started redirecting my energy there. And so the money got bigger and bigger and bigger. And the same you know, energetics I used to manifest the pennies in the beginning, I now use to manifest $3,000 days, $10,000 days, you know, multiple five-figure months and uh, half a million dollar more than that business. And so I don't want you to look at my stories and say, wow, she has all of these things. I can never do that. You can do that right now. But I call it moving up the ladder of believability because if you don't have the ability within you to believe that you can manifest $3,000 right now, that's going to block you, right? Like we want to meet our edge and say like, okay, I want to raise my belief system of what I believe I can attract. But if you're going way beyond your current belief, 
it's going to feel too impossible. And then you're going to use the fact that the $10,000 or $3,000 didn't show up to prove your belief that it's impossible for you. Then you're going to spiral into this scarcity mindset of I can't do it versus what if I just manifested a penny? What if I just manifested a dime or $5 or a free cup of coffee? Like what if I just started small? What if I just started focusing on the abundance that is already flowing to me? Because if we're not able to see or feel gratitude for or notice the abundance already flowing our way, we're never going to attract more. It's the energy of appreciating and noticing the abundance already in your life that it actually makes you magnetic for more. So where are you holding yourself back with bullshit stories about what you can and can't do? Because I know people who make hundreds of thousands of dollars with less than a thousand Instagram followers. I know people who don't even have an Instagram presence who make a shit ton of money. I know people who don't have coaching businesses who manifested thousands of dollars. I actually know someone who manifested millions overnight, not from her business, not from her job, out of nowhere in a way she would have never expected. There are unlimited ways money can come to you, but if you have this tunnel vision of it can only come through my business or it can only come through my job or it can only come this way and I don't see how it can come that way and I don't believe it can come that way. You're holding yourself back in a small, limited story. The universe is unfreaking limited. Your only limitation is your mind. Like, what reality are you choosing to opt into? Are you choosing to opt into the reality where only that person on Instagram can do it? Are you choosing to opt into the reality that only people with over 10,000 followers can do it? Are you choosing to opt into the reality that only people with a coaching business can do it? What reality are you choosing to opt into with your thoughts and your beliefs and your judgments? Notice your judgments. Those are your windows of opportunity. They really are. So stop keeping yourself small with your bullshit stories of what is possible because everything and anything is possible for you or you wouldn't be here listening to my words. I so deeply believe in you and your ability to step into all of the abundance that this world has to offer for you. Like everything on this planet is here for you to experience it. And when we look around and we say, wow, I can't have that. Or I can't have that until we limit ourselves. You are meant to have it or you wouldn't desire it. Your desires are here to guide you. So stop holding yourself back and dimming down the light of your desires because you're worried you can't make them happen. Your desires also desire you. They're on your heart for a reason like God didn't fuck up when he put them on your heart. Trust that they are meant for you. Even if they feel impossible, I am holding the vision for you. I believe that you can have them. And this is that the power that coaches get to have for their clients. Like my coach gets to hold the vision for me when I can't hold it for myself as well. She gets to snap me out of my own bullshit limiting stories of Kristen, stop it. Stop right there. <laughs> I get to do that for my students as well and my clients and my friends. We get to hold we get to hold the vision for each other. That is the power. Like we're not meant to walk this path alone at all. I believe in you. I believe that you are capable and worthy of so much more, of so much abundance, of so much magic. Whatever it is that's popping into your head right now that you just don't feel like you can have, you can have it. It's already yours. But you have to opt into that reality with your thoughts, with your beliefs, with your energy, with your actions. Where are you holding yourself back from taking that action, taking that risk you know you intuitively are drawn to out of fear of it not working out? If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? How would you act? How would you show up? Everything in your life gets to become a play, a practice of magnetizing abundance. 
everything. Not just showing up in your business or showing up at your job, but also hiking, but also taking a bath, but also laughing with friends, but also watching sunsets. I magnetize abundance to me when I do things that bring me joy and fill me up with love. Because abundance is internal, you already have it. It's not something you need to attain externally. It's something you embody and notice within yourself. And so the things that really fill me up and bring me joy and flow, they make me radiant. They make me magnetic. They make me glow. They cleanse my aura, (laughs) truly. People comment on my energy all the time in Costa Rica, and it's crazy. As soon as I come here, I started attracting more random payments and random money like I never have in the past six months because I am so radiant here. I'm so surrounded by love and community and I'm just so focused on the beauty of the small things. I don't even have moments to stress about money or business or like that shit doesn't matter. It, it does matter. I don't want to say it doesn't matter. It matters, but it doesn't matter as much of all of the love and beauty and abundance around me in my physical environment. I feel so connected to source, to God, to spirit here, to, to mother nature, to my friends, to love. It's like all the other stuff seems so small and I choose to opt into the reality where whatever my highest inspiration is magnetizes abundance to me. And sometimes my highest inspiration is not working and going on a sunset hike with my friends. And sometimes my inspiration is going on a retreat for a week and hiking a volcano and choosing that that gets to magnetize money to me. And in the beginning of my practice three years ago, That meant that I got to choose to opt into the reality where, same thing, I got to attract money while I had fun. That was always my mantra. When I'm in joy, I attract money. The more fun I have, the more money I attract. And that got to be pennies and I got to be grateful and thankful for that. And you know what? Every time I see a penny, I still pick it up and I'm grateful for the abundance. Always. Actually, it's funny. Ever since I was a kid, I don't know where I learned this. If it's like a common thing or it was just if it's just a me thing, but heads up pennies have always been good luck for me. So if it's a heads, if it's a heads up penny, I pick it up and I thank the universe for the abundance and I keep it. And if it's tails up, I flip it over. So it's heads up for the next person to find. And I bless it. And I send blessings to whoever finds that. And I wish them unlimited abundance and love. And this is a really fun abundance practice. I still do. So when I'm walking down the street is Sometimes when I'm alone, I'll just practice blessing every single person that passes me and wishing unlimited abundance upon them and wishing all of their wishes to be granted and like imagining best case scenarios for them and sending them love and healing and peace. And I'll literally imagine just like this beam of like pink uh, light energy going from my heart into their heart and just like sending them blessings And, you know, because what you give is what you receive. You can't receive what you're not giving. Like whatever you think the world or the universe is withholding from you, you're withholding from the world in some way, including abundance. You cannot receive what you're not giving, period. And just remember that life is a hologram. You don't need to take it so seriously. Like we're living in this walking dream state hologram video game, whatever you want to call it. It is a hologram of your consciousness. That's all. It's all little reflections. And even like this, you get to choose the reality you opt into. You don't want to choose into the collective consciousness reality of scarcity right now. The collective consciousness reality of fear. You can disconnect from that. You choose what reality you opt into with your focus. Turn off the news. Unfollow all negative news 
in general. Just turn it off or detox for a week and notice how it shifts your energy and your vibe. Because you're also unconsciously opting into wherever you put your focus. You might think it's good for you to be informed, and it, it is, but take a week detox and just notice how it affects your energy and your abundance consciousness. Because abundance consciousness, it's not just something you like naturally embody. We have to unlearn scarcity consciousness, which means consciously choosing abundance consciousness in each moment. Abundance, abundance consciousness is a choice. You must choose it. You must choose it daily with your energy, with your thoughts, with your actions, with your redirections, with your focus. It's a choice. And I actually had one more little story I wanted to share. It's unrelated to money, but I think it's important to share nonetheless. And the other two days ago, actually, I was feeling antsy in my hotel room while I was working and like feeling just super antsy. And I was like, oh, should I go work out? I really didn't feel like working out. My body was saying no, but my mind was like, Kristen, you should get a workout in. You know, you haven't worked out in a few days. Like, it'll be good for your fitness, blah, 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 blah. I convinced myself that I should do it. So I went to the gym and literally five minutes into my workout, I pulled a muscle in my back, which I never do in my lower back, which of course is like your sacral area. It's like the stability area. So of course I hadn't, didn't have this stability in housing and I forced myself to go do something I don't want to do. And the universe is like, Kristen, slow down. And I hurt myself and it's been two days now and I'm better. It was a very minor injury, but for that day I couldn't, I could barely move. And the next day I couldn't exercise. And it was just such a sign to me of trust your intuition. When you force yourself, even in small little ways that might seem like it's good for you, like it seemed like it was good for me to go to the gym, right? You would say that's healthy. Good for you, Kristen. Go move your body. But I intuitively knew that my body wasn't in a place to do that. I should have laid by the pool. I should have meditated. I should have swam in the pool. I should have gone on a relaxed beach walk. But there was a small energy of force. And so we tend to sometimes manipulate ourselves into thinking that, oh, this is good for me. This is something good for me, but it's coming from an energy of force. We're bypassing our own intuition in the name of health or in the name of whatever. This is good for, for me, my future, my business, my life, my health. Anything coming from the energy of force is going to backfire because what we put out must come back. We're going to receive back more resistance. And that resistance came to me in a physical form in my body. And it was such a sign, like, if I didn't take that lesson and learn it, the next time I tried to force myself, I would have had bigger consequences. And the next time, bigger consequences. And it would have blown up in my reality. And I was like, this universe giving me this little nudge of, Kristen, trust yourself. Trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. So notice, where are the little lessons in your reality? Where are you bypassing your intuition? Or where are the little lessons that you're not fully embodying or, or learning or letting yourself notice? Because if you don't learn the lesson in the small ways, you're going to be forced to learn it in the big way. And I just think that someone needed to hear that because I felt important to share. But that's all I want to share with you today. If you're interested in my Quantum Queendom Mastermind, there's a few spots left. Either reach out to me on Instagram or apply. The link is in the show notes to apply and I'll reach out to you personally to chat about it. If you're interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching, I have a spot available. The link to apply is also in the show notes. I really, truly feel like there are a couple of people meant to come through for one-on-one. -on -one. I can feel you. I feel your souls. I'm connected to your highest selves. So whenever you're ready to show up in the physical dimension, I am here for you. 
And if you would like a self-guided, self-paced course to manifest your dream life, BAA, Blissful Abundance Academy, is also open for enrollment. It is a 10-week self-guided course as my five-step manifestation process. It's how I went from broke, living on the floor, no car, corporate job that made me miserable on $200 to my name to 10K months and beyond living my absolute dream life, traveling the world in just six months. So if you want those codes, BAA is for you. Link is also in the show notes. As always, if this episode spoke to you, I love it when you give me your feedback, share this on your Instagram stories and tag me. That really helps to spread the word, send it to any friends or family you know would resonate. And I always tear up when I read your reviews on iTunes. It means the world to me when you actually take the time to share and to give that gift. So if you feel called to do that, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I'll see you all next week. Sending you lots of love and abundance from Costa Rica.